Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley. And as always, you guys, if I stop saying this, I will stop doing my podcast. But I'm so excited for today's guest. I don't even know, you guys. So I got a direct message a couple weeks ago that said, Nicole, you have to get this girl on your podcast. I love it. And I just think you guys will jive. So welcome, welcome to my show, Carrie Thomas. Thank you so much, Nicole. I am excited to be here as well. (laughs) So you are the owner of Conquer the Chaos. And I love that. (laughs) Yes, I get a lot of compliments on the name. It definitely sums up what I do, and the name is really cool. (laughs) And what you do, you're a professional organizing business coach or professional organizing coach. Right, right. So, yeah, there's been a a little uh, evolution of my (laughs) business, you know, like most people over the years. I definitely started as what most people think of, like, traditional organizer, you know, like house and garage and pantry. And then I transitioned into doing more offices and business. I got certified in that. And now I've transitioned a little bit again and do a lot more on the coaching side, as you said, with all types of clutter, even the mental and emotional Oh, that's what hooked me. That's what yeah. hooked me. Is that I was looking through your social media, of course. That's what we do. And you had a post about even cleaning up your social media and your friends and everything. And I was like, oh, she's speaking my language. I must have her on. Believe it, achieve it. I talk a lot about controlling your face. Jim Rohn says, stand guard at the doorway of your mind. And yes. Nicole Willey says, stand guard at the doorway of your social media. And I have cleaned mine up and I love my social media. Mm -hmm. I love it. I get to control it. I control what I see. I control my feed and my feed is amazing. I just joined your Facebook group. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) So glad to have you. (laughs) So tell us about the Facebook group and then we'll get into all the goods since I just. Okay, (laughs) sure. So I started the Facebook group last January. It was like a New Year's resolution. I think it started January 2nd and it's called Less Clutter, More Peace because That is what we want, right? And I started it just as a place to have those more holistic conversations because Mm -hmm. my business Facebook page, like the Conquer the Chaos page, was very like business. Yeah, business, like tips on organizing your office and tips on paper and filing. And while that is still my number one fun thing to do, I know that sounds crazy, but I definitely have a passion for that holistic view and looking at all of it and how clutter is not just your 
email and your paper and your pile in the corner. You know, there's so much more to it. Like you said, it's your social media. It's the people in your life. It's, you know, the, the negative or hopefully positive things we tell ourselves. And so I started it as a way to talk about all those types of things. And I actually do look at every request of people that join. Like I, I, I'm very protective of the energy in that group. Oh, that as I just picked up a crystal, right? I have, I have, so funny. <laughs> uh, and I picked up a, a clear quartz mm-hmm. uh, crystal. I just, I have them all over my house and not organized. Okay. They're, <laughs> when I say I live in my house, they're very organized, but when I'm in my office, I tend to pick up mm-hmm. certain crystals at certain times. So today is I, I do that too. And actually that was, you mentioned I'm in the middle of moving and that was one of the things that I packed away and I was wanting them back today within reach. So I might have to remedy that, but yeah, I love the group. It's really supportive. People talk to each other and answer each other's questions, which is what I wanted. I wanted to create a community. And I well, think I started a Facebook group Two years ago, I guess. Okay. COVID, COVID is like a year of, I don't even know what happened. I know. <laughs> and um, <laughs> look, so you never know where, where Believe It in Jesus is going to go. You never know where I'm going to go. But so I started a Facebook group kind, you know, just to kind of, I have some of the best friends I've met mm-hmm. on Facebook groups yes. that I haven't even met. We, we say in real life, IRL. And then when we do meet in real life, it's amazing. I mean, so I, I started a Facebook group. <laughs> And I hate to say it, but it was like, I named it Let's Crush 2020. Ooh. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then ooh, we all know what happened, right? So then I started my podcast right nice. in the middle of COVID, like right when COVID happened. Like I was like waiting for my mic to come in the mail and I was like afraid to open the box, you know, like oh, I give it that day, you know, a few days to burn off the COVID. Mm-hmm. And so then I started my podcast and I was like, Oh no, my group is going to be Believe It, Achieve It. So it's amazing. So I'm so excited to dig in deep with your group. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited you're in there. I have a funny story about Crush 2020. I did did a day-long workshop with a friend and colleague of mine. She's actually in the group too. And at one point, and we did it on Leap Day, like, so February 29th. And we, um, you know, did a whole little hook, like you have an extra day, you have time for this, you know, that kind of thing. And at one point we were talking about clutter, various types. And I actually was talking about like when people go shopping or, you know, they're like addicted to the Costco thing and they, you know, just have more things than they have storage space for. And I actually said the words, it's okay to run out of toilet paper. I literally said those words and then I followed it up with, it's okay. Like if you run out of things, it's fine. You know, just put it on your shopping list, go get it. And then, I mean, literally what, two weeks later, there was no toilet paper. There was no toilet paper. I feel like I jinxed everyone. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, who knew, right? I started a group. Let's crush 2020. Nobody could crush 2020. (laughs) And you're telling people, oh, it's okay. You don't need toilet paper. <laughs> I literally said so, it. And I will tell you, I know a lot of people got into organizing and stuff during COVID, right? Yes. we were home. Mm-hmm. And it kind of set in with me. Like one day I was like, I'm going in my closet. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm, going in. I'm, going in. I'm suiting up. I'm going in. 
And then I did like my drawers, my bedroom drawers. And then I did, I went and did my pantry. And I mean, it's sad. I know it's not going to sound crazy to you, but like I cleaned out my, I spent hours on my food pantry, right? Like mm-hmm. what, what else in it? But I can't even tell you how good it feels. Did you open the door and look multiple times a day? People usually I do that. I even pictures and sent it to my mom. And she was like, who are you? But it's like, oh. Yes. Angels no, singing. Just, yes. Birds chirping. Yes. Yes. It does feel good. You feel lighter. You literally feel like a weight has been lifted. And like oh, you can and, and move yeah, around Yeah, and house you hear and, it so, so much, you know. Clean your house. I know I went, struggled with depression many years ago. And it's like, you don't even clean yourself, right? You don't clean your house. You don't even clean... And it just makes it all worse. But when mm-hmm. you literally get up and make your bed, the simple thing of just making your bed, and then it's inviting, it's exciting to go into your room at night, mm-hmm. you know? So true. <laughs> and I will say I'm a pretty, uh, not OCD, because I saw your, your post about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> I know. I try to post something <laughs> funny every Friday, and that one got a, a lot of comments. That was good. <laughs> so you, So she posted, instead of OCD, what did you, what did you have? What, CDO. CDO, so it's alphabetic. I, yeah, I think it said same as OCD, but the letters are in order as they should be. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, maybe have a tiny bit of OCD. However, I live alone and I don't have children, so it makes it much easier. Mm-hmm. But like, I know, I don't, ugh, I don't even like having a housekeeper. I hate to say that, but like, if she puts my picture just a tiny bit off, to the wrong angle, I have to go and like fix it. So maybe that yes. is a little OCD, but I think we all have our <laughs> own versions of it. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't have things lined up in my refrigerator perfectly, but we get the gist mm-hmm. of it. And I had to answer a question to be accepted into your group, right? And what my travel yes. area was. And it's yep. my office. <laughs> this little section is perfect. I know, I was going to say, it looks beautiful. <laughs> but as I look around, <laughs> I told actually one of my coaches, one of my first coaches I ever had, I told her I was a professional stacker. And she said, oh, my God, I've never heard anyone say that before. And I said, I have organized stack yes. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they'll line, I'm looking at them now, they'll line my office. And they're organized but we shouldn't have stacks, right? And it's so funny. I was uh, recently went to go visit my family. And I said, oh, gosh, I got to do a live. And dad goes, well, go in my office and do one. And I was like, oh, perfect. And he was joking around. He was like, that's where all the deals go down, like feel the magic. And I was like, okay. And then I started looking around and I'm like, I am my father's daughter. He has sticky notes with quotes and sticky. I am like sticky note. Ween. I have them everywhere because I, I see hear stuff and I like want to write it down and I don't want to remember, you know, I don't want to forget. Mm-hmm. And then I looked around a little bit more and he had stacks, organized stacks everywhere. And yep. then he has his little trinkets on his desk. My trinkets are crystals, but I was like, ooh, I am my father's daughter. So it's interesting because there are definite organizing styles. <laughs> I, I always look, I, my background's education. So I look at people's learning style when we start, which is a little oh. bit different than what a lot of people in my industry do. So I look at, you know, is someone visual, auditory, kinesthetic, that type of thing. But oh, we what definitely. What does that say about me? What does a stacker say? <laughs> well, that's separate. That's what I'm saying. So 
it probably says, well, you're probably visual, so you probably want it out. But then in addition to the learning style, we also have organizing style. Like some people stack, some people, like some people are pilers, some are filers, some, some want it hidden away. Like think about the people, you know, some people go in their office and they can't start work until everything's clear. Other people, if you start moving things in their office, they're going to have a panic attack. Like, <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> like, you know, they, they know where everything is. And so those, a lot of those styles are just like, they're innate and we, you know, it's how it's part of our personality. And so part of being organized, what that word means, I mean, we want to be productive, but what does that even mean? And, yeah. and we want to be able to, my mentor coined this phrase, like we want to be able to accomplish our work and enjoy our life. So we want to be able to go in like your office, for instance, and you want to, be, to know where stuff is and how to find things and you want to feel comfortable. But you also want to, the enjoy your life part is get in and out, you know, when you can and feel comfortable while you're there. And so if you try to organize your office based on someone else's personality, someone else's style, someone else's rules, that's in quotes there, right? You're, you're not going to accomplish your work as well and you're not going to feel comfortable and you're not going to be happy. So a lot of it, we need to give ourselves grace because just like our houses or, you know, you like your pantry, you might've seen a picture on Pinterest and said, well, my pantry is only good if it looks like that. And some people might have, really amazing files or binders and color coded this and, you know, labeled everything. And if that's not for you, then, you know, why, why bother? I mean, that's kind of an extreme thing to say, but why bother? You know, you have to do what works for you. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. And then that just actually got my wheels turning because I was like, Ooh, my mom is she. So I grew up with my, our house had to be meticulous. Always. Mm -hmm. Always. Like I, I would get in the most trouble ever. Like I would get in more trouble for the house being a mess than I would for missing curfew. (laughs) (laughs) And we always would tease because mom would be like the lampshade's crooked. Like, I mean, she was like, we had to have a clean house, which I so appreciate now, but she was the stick it in the closet and shut the door clean Mm -hmm. where my drawers are organized. <laughs> like somebody even said, even your junk drawer <laughs> has yeah. somewhat of organization. <laughs> uh, but again, yeah. you know, I don't have children. So I think that makes it a lot easier. But but just like give your insight, I guess, on why it's so important to not have the clutter and chaos in your life. Well, I mean, there are a few reasons. That's a very loaded question, right? But, <laughs> but the first, Just I mean, a the, tiny bit of insight. <laughs> I mean, the first thing is it, it stops you from, like, it clogs you up, right? It clogs your mind, clogs, we talked about energy a minute ago. It keeps you from doing what you want to do, living the life that you want to lead, living the life that you're meant to lead. It just, it clogs us up. And the other thing is, so we're wired evolution, like in an evolutionary way for our bodies, for our minds to protect us from danger, right? Like a tiger's coming to eat us, you know, dinosaurs. Yeah, fight or flight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so we're wired that way. And what happens is, I think it's something ridiculous. I don't have the number in front of me, but it's something like 4 billion with a B, I believe, subconscious thoughts or impulses every second. 
So everything that runs our body, everything that we're taking in, the way the air feels on our skin, I mean, literally everything. So 4 billion a second. And we don't realize it, but when we walk into a cluttered room, our brain is like, oh, like it has more things to process. And our brain takes that in as danger, like danger, like do, or should I feel this is danger? Like, do I need to analyze this? And so every time you walk into that room where your subconscious, deep in your subconscious is like, well, that shouldn't be there. That shouldn't be there. I don't feel good about this. It piles on, even if you're not realizing it. And it just like weighs you down and drags you down. That's why I said a lot of times when we declutter, we actually feel lighter. Like people will even stand taller, speak differently. And a lot of it has to do with what's going on in your subconscious mind that you don't even realize. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I think back to that, all, you know, when I, I lived in fear, anger, and depression, now I live in grace, gratitude, and love, but like, mm-hmm. I didn't even want to put my clothes in the closet, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, and now I like it, you know, I'm not so bad where the blue shirts have to be with the blue shirts, but I do have my short sleeve shirts with my short sleeve <laughs> Again, that's personal preference, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I tell this in my group a lot. So if you hang out there for any length of time, you'll hear it. And I've written about it, but I don't, I have baskets like for my tank tops and my workout clothes and I wash my clothes and I just toss them in the basket. I never even fold them. I don't roll them. I don't do any Marie Kondo special folding. I literally throw them in the basket and they're beautiful baskets. They're from Pottery Barn. Yeah, I have some standards. <laughs> they look good on the shelf, you know, but I, it's just something that's not important to me. And so I just made the decision like, okay, fine. That's how I'm going to do it and move on. I mean, I told this story recently. Also, one of the silliest things I did when my boys were little is I took away the lids to their laundry baskets and magically clothes started actually getting in the basket instead of just on the floor surrounding the basket. Because, you know, that's a big extra step to take the lid off, put clothes in, put the lid back. And so just simple things like that, like make it easy. And, you know, in that case, it made it more fun for them because they could play basketball from across the room or whatever they were doing. <laughs> right? but, yeah. And that's, that's interesting. I like that. That's yeah, so true. You, you have to just, yeah, you have to decide like, what, what does organized mean to me? Because it's not going to be the same for everybody. And it's going, you mentioned not having children and it will ebb and flow throughout your life. I mean, different times of your life, not even children, little kids versus grown kids, not even that, but just, you know, starting a new job, going through a stressful time, you know, an illness, an illness of a loved one, whatever it is. I mean, your threshold for clutter and for organization is going to ebb and flow. Yeah. yeah. Very often I talked to someone this morning and a lot of people find their way to me because of some life event, like a depression or a death or an illness or something like that. And I talked to this lady this morning and we talked about, she said, I used to have such good habits. And I said, well, those things were your non-negotiables and you didn't even think about them and you did have habits. And I said, and she had pneumonia and she had another, you know, life altering thing that happened. I said, what happened was not that you forgot how to do those habits or anything. I said, but that illness sort of lowered the threshold and now you have this new minimum. I said, and so you're working to raise that 
minimum up again. And I said, and, and what we do to ourselves is we're like, okay, I'm back on track. My whole house is going to be organized by Tuesday. You know, I'm, I'm going to get rid of all my emails. I got, you know, we, we just like pile too much back on ourselves. So I encouraged her and I encourage everyone to, to start small, like, you know, make a list of every, all your goals, everything you want to like do a whole brain dump and then pick mm-hmm. out the top couple and then schedule in really small increments of working on it until you get some momentum. Which is what I did. I did just my closet. Mm-hmm. And then I did just my drawers instead of this whole, you know, cleanse the whole house project, which then would be overwhelming. Right. Yeah. And, then- As, <laughs> and a close girlfriend of mine, we exchange our organizing. Like she gets it. So and it gets like addicting. <laughs> it does. Have you had clients that will tell you like, oh my gosh, I'm now like addicted to it? I did. I have someone that was in one of my group programs and she decided she was going to tackle the, you know, she had 70 something thousand unread emails. And she, and she said, oh, I've seen a lot bigger numbers than that. And she said she was going to eliminate 2000 a day. And she did that, you know, by searching and grouping them and getting rid of anyway she got rid of 2000 a day and she said that she got addicted like she would wake up early sometimes to get delete email and think oh you know what i'm just going to go make some coffee and delete my emails like instead of falling back asleep she got, she said she got addicted oh wow cuz you feel yeah. success and you want to keep going because i will tell you and it's so crazy i don't know how you feel about this but it's almost like emails are like old school now <laughs> Like I'm bad about that with emails because when I get that notification where it'll say like 15 new emails or whatever, like when I wake Mm -hmm. up or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I got to get rid of that. I got to get rid of that. So I just start swiping, 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 swiping. And then I'm like, I don't even know if I swiped a good email or not. (laughs) But I get in my mind that I don't want that notification. But then, you know, you'll look at some people's cell phones or whatever, and they're like, have notifications like crazy. And I look at that and I'm like panicking. I'm like, oh my God, how can you have? I think you become blind to it. You don't see them anymore. Yeah. I turned mine off. The only notifications that show on mine are phone calls. I don't even have the number next to my text. Oh, well, I turned off the ding. I don't want any ding Mm -hmm. for anything. Not even a text, nothing. Because we look at our phone enough, right? Right. And I am not that person that feels like I need to get back to someone immediately. You know, it's Mm -hmm. okay. I mean, everything is okay, right? There's nothing that's that time sensitive, right? Right. We don't have the code to launch the (laughs) the nuke, right? But I do have the little numbers. Maybe I need to get rid of the numbers. Mm -hmm. Because it does get in my mind. And on the text, the same thing. I don't like to have, so then I'll go through, but if it's, I'll tell you what happens to me. If it's not on my main like screen, I forget about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally forget about it. And then I'm like, oh, shoot. I totally meant to get back. To, and then I, and then it's just like, oh, dang. And then they'll reach back out and be like, did you get my text? I'm like, oh. <gasps> yeah, that was so ironic. But I was so like trying to OCD, get that number off. <laughs> That I didn't respond. I just realized that's... (laughs) I I know, I know. But I think everybody's in the same boat. But what you said about swiping is is actually really good advice because some people, for whatever reason, when they sit down at their computer, 
they get more sucked in. Think of it more as like, I'm going to look at my email or read my email. And I always tell people, think of it as processing. Like you're just Mm. processing your email. Yes, no, you know, that whole delete, delegate, do kind of thing. But some people feel much better and it's easier if they swipe away their email to delete than if they actually sit down at their computer and they're looking at bliss. And I don't know why that is psychologically, but people have a lot easier time deleting from their phone. It's so easy. Just Mm -hmm. swipe, 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 swipe. I do that a couple of times a day. And then then it's cleared out because then I feel like, oh gosh, I've got that number 12 or that number 27. You know what I mean? Like I got to make it go away, make it go away. (laughs) And another thing that I'm good at is out of sight, out of mind. Yes. Right? Like even like my mail will stack, if that's a stack, will stack up. I'll even like stack up my shredding because I am, I still shred. I'm Mm -hmm. a shredder and I'll have a stack that just needs to be shredded. Do you keep it all in one place? Yeah. It's a nice so, stack of, that needs to go to the shredder. And then I'll sit there, you know, and shred it all at, at the same time. That's not actually that bad. I mean, I encourage people to do that with their filing. Have a place to put your things to be filed later. Because in reality, you're not going to file, you know, every time something comes in your office or your house. So you just need that designated so, so, but spot. But better now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So actually. You told me it was okay. <laughs> No, I mean, I would tell people if you want to shred, designate a box or a basket or something and then, you know, keep it there until you're ready to shred. So know that you're actually doing something that that I encourage. (laughs) So you're okay. (laughs) So what is your like a best advice or your go to little coaching tip for like cleaning up your your social media, your friends, your life, like cutting out those those drainers, those negative Mm -hmm. You know, that just you get off the phone with them or you actually find yourself not answering the phone because you're like, oh, I don't want to get in that conversation. I have a lot of, I have some clients and and friends and people that are like, oh, well, I've been friends with them for so long, but they drain me, you know? So... Well, there are different levels to that. I mean, if it's not someone you really know, like you said, you know, in real life, if it's not someone you really know and it doesn't right, matter. Right, like in social media. Yeah, so, then that's easy. To me, it's you can, so fun to hit unfollow. Yeah, like well, what, are you, what are you missing there, right? Obviously, if it's, you know, your best friend from third grade or if it's a family member or something like that, it's a little trickier. I mean, you just said unfollow. That is actually a really good strategy. You don't have to unfriend someone. You can unfollow. And then, you know, you're not seeing whatever it is that is making you feel bad or triggering you or whatever it is. But I think the number one thing is, and you'll feel it, it's almost, I mean, it's not even intuition. It's just I mean, you know, when you like look at someone's name, if you go through the list. If it makes know, me roll my eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what that feeling is in your body. And you might have to purposely go to a couple people that you really love and feel <laughs> connected to and see what looking at their face and name does. And then so you can tell the difference when you get to someone else. But I, I mean, that's just. I mean, why? If it's not someone you have to yeah. stay friends with, like, you know, you know, your grandma or something, you know, why? Why? Why keep That going? was a huge, huge thing, obviously, in the last year that we've had with political and all the stuff that was happening. Mm-hmm. And there's no law that says you have to follow these people 
on social media, right? Why let it infuriate you? Yeah. Yeah. There's also no law that says you have to listen or watch the news. I'll just throw that out there as a... (laughs) I did. I did fear distance and I watched my local news. Mm -hmm. If it's like, like, oh, let me check the weather or something is going on or, you know, but any other news than that, I don't, I did cut the cord on that. (laughs) You can still stay informed without being tied to that. That is a huge contributor to mental clutter. I talk about internal clutter and internal clutter being the mental and the emotional and the mental are more of those outside voices like the news, like, you know, people saying things to you and you can control more of that than you think. You can cut that. Funny you said, so I did like cut out the news. I mean, because, you know, like there was so much, you know, we don't need to get into all of that, right? But so much this past year that happened where I would turn on the news and be watching and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like in fear, like legitimately in fear. But that's the news's job is to strike fear in you so that you come back after the commercial break. So right. they are doing a fantastic job, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, and I, you also... You have control over how you respond, right? Like, this is kind of hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious, but as I mentioned, I'm moving. And so one of the things the (laughs) landlord is doing before they sell is fixing the roof. And they're supposed to come tomorrow, but they're here now. And they're pounding on the roof in the middle of a podcast. But I have a choice. (laughs) I have a choice of how to respond to that. I can let it cause like clutter and everything in my mind, or I can just let it go and say, well, that's funny. (laughs) Right? Hey, it's life. It's real life, right? What can you do? (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, the Nicole that, like I mentioned, I lived in fear, anger, and depression. That Nicole would have gone outside and acted like a fool, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Where now you're just like, "Eh, what what, what can you do? What can you do, right? (laughs) The one day I'm getting a massage. They haven't cut the grass in two weeks. And now they're cutting the grass, you know, like that one hour. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Rocks they're are now, hitting the yeah. window. <laughs> but you're right. You get to control. We get to control so much in our lives, you know, and, and talking about the news and, and cutting that out. I cut out a lot of TV. And yeah. I was a TV person. Like, I had to wake up and turn on the TV. And I've cut out so much of the TV. And I'll tell you decluttering that's like deep now that I'm thinking and talking to you right it's like that was clutter yes yeah and and you're speaking my language because I was just sitting here thinking okay I've been home for two weeks since I traveled I haven't turned on the tv since I've been back and I didn't see tv except in my friend's house during my so it's been probably six weeks since I had turned the tv on Oh, hey, I might, I might get that way. You know, where I used to think, God, I can't imagine not having a TV in here. Like, I was a TV person. Yeah. And like last night, my TV, I just keep the music on. And I got in bed last night and I was like, I haven't even turned the TV on. But I've gotten to the point now where it's, again, I obviously it's talking to you, which you're, I'm thinking about chaos and clutter, but that's chaos and clutter in my mind. 
It can be. It can also be, I mean, don't get me wrong, in the winter when it was dark at 4.30 and freezing cold, and I liked my TV during that time. Oh yeah, something. I like my, my housewives and that stuff. Yeah. That's not like Bridgerton. <laughs> I watched Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely a time and place. I think it's when you use it for like to drown things out or to avoid things. Or yeah. Not to get- and I feel like commercials just stress me out, but maybe it's because I don't want that chaos right now. Right now, maybe I'm mm-hmm. just cleaning out, cleaning out that yeah. constant yeah. time you know. and place. Yeah. 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 Right. I do better with the Netflix, with the Netflix or something like that, that doesn't have the crazy commercials of, Fear, right? They're even like, now that I'm thinking about it, they're like, <laughs> it's true. Oh, so I love, uh, yeah. Cleaning and organizing is more than just your house. Yes, completely. And actually, oh. what I've learned as I've transitioned my business to doing more of this holistic stuff in my group programs, I've learned that we can talk about the nuts and bolts but people have the big breakthroughs and start to make really good progress on their house or office when we deal with the mindset and the mental stuff first. It's really been fascinating to me. I've grown as a coach and as an organizer through what I've learned and helping people because it's, it's been eye-opening. You have to address that. If not first, you have to do it simultaneously. Oh, you're so speaking my language. See, I knew, we were supposed to connect right now. I'm yes. like, huh. So what what do you offer? Do you offer courses? Do you like what what's the for the beginner? Well, I would say the ultimate beginner should join my Facebook group. Right? Ah, <laughs> so step one, Nicole completed. Yes. Um, <laughs> I do offer smaller courses like I'm doing one now. It's only a five-week course. And I do some things, I call them productivity parties, where we either tackle your paper in your office or your house, or then we've done a digital one. I offer those from time to time on the weekend. Um, I don't have either one of those things planned right now, just because of my move. But I um, then the other two options, I work with people one-on-one. And that can be either for your office or your business or your home or a combination. So whatever you need, you know, we work through. And that can be um, done virtually. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, I was doing virtual before COVID. So I feel very comfortable with it. And I was just telling, I have a, a gentleman who's a client in North Carolina, and we're working for his business and his home office. And he was working on his files the other day. And I said, you know, I would have never thought that this would work. And I said, but the people I work with virtually actually have more success because they're not sitting back and kind of, okay, Carrie's the expert. I'm going to watch and do what she does. Like they're, I'm talking them through it, but they're actually having to do it and they catch on and like have so much more ownership. So yeah, I love working virtually. So I work one-on-one and then I also have a group program where we dive into all of it. And those are three months long. And my next one starts the first week of July. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And I, I'm actually getting ready to launch my first group course. You, you will love it. I <sighs> love it more than I ever thought I would. Yes, you will love it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think I, I, I thrive and I don't know if you can tell, but in groups and dogging and the whole thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, but you learn, you learn as you start, as you said, in the beginning of the podcast, like you evolve, you go, you know, yep. and it's, and guess what? It's okay. I have so many mentors or coaches that I've had 
that have adjusted, you know, pivot and adjust, right? Like we all yes. did in 2020. <laughs> and it's okay. You don't want to be like labeled like, oh, she does so-and-so. So she can't do this now. But I love that you, you know, set, mentioned that in the beginning that we mm-hmm. evolve, we change, every, everybody can. So I love that. Yes. And I'll, I want to ask another question. I don't know why this okay. is rolling around in my mind, but the OCD, the OCD thing, right? <laughs> so can it be like too much to where it's like driving you crazy that it's not, uh, you know, that my books are not? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, like if someone came and got my book and I'm like, oh, God, it needs to go back in that spot. Well, like, that's <laughs> the that's the true disorder part. That's the D of true OCD. You know, when it gets to that level to where you can't function and it, it takes over and you have the compulsive thoughts and it's not just the organizing, but it's the compulsive thinking about the organizing. So yes, I mean, there, it is OCD with, you know, for disorder, for a reason. The D, the D is the bad. The D is when it's gone too far. Yes. <laughs> a little OC is fine, but when we add on the D, that's when you need the code, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So no, I mean, it, it can go too far. And a lot of that is control. I mean, without going too deep, you know, it's the same along the same lines as people who develop like an eating disorder or something oh. like that. It's a, it's a form of controlling your environment when you feel that other things are out of your control. Oh, so very interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So there you go. You can ponder that this evening. <laughs> I'm like, the wheels are turning. The wheels are turning. Oh my gosh. This was such, who knew that I was going to have such a great conversation <laughs> talking about decluttering our minds, our souls, our life, all of it, our house. That's the key. All of it. Yeah. Oh, you know what else is really good for beginners? This just dawned on me when you said all of it. If they watch my TED talk. That's a, that's Ooh, a really right? good place yeah. to start. Yeah, it's that's called how from, I started. <laughs> yeah, it's called From Clutter to Clarity. Or you can search my name and it shows up. But it's on my website too. And that's a really good place because it just, it speaks to a lot of people. And I don't know, it illuminates that what the problem might be, but also shows them that they're not alone. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I def- I highly recommend I highly recommend you guys. <laughs> so, I will have how I will put all of your information in the show notes on how to find you and declutter the life, right? So, or to conquer the chaos. There you go. <laughs> so, tell us though for those that aren't even going to go and look, how to find you and get started on on conquering the chaos. Sure. So my website is www.ctc, which stands for Conquer the Chaos. So ctcorganizing.com. And, and if you then, type in, it, it also redirects to conquerthechaos.com. Yeah, it was very also easy. Work. Yeah. yeah, that will also work. I know, and then, I've, got, I've got my stuff <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, it's everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and then on Facebook, I do have, like I mentioned, a business page called Conquer the Chaos, but that is not where I'm most active. Definitely. If you want to connect with me on a more personal level, the less clutter, more peace is the way to go for sure. Hey, I love a Facebook. I freaking love Facebook groups. It just Mm -hmm. because you join the ones that you want to join that are for good. And it's just so (laughs) I love my feed because my social media feed is my groups and I'm in a challenge. I I don't want to say weight loss challenge, but kind of, it's a 30 day challenge. And I love like getting the messages and it just kind of motivates you. You see what you're supposed to see when you're supposed to. 
Exactly. I truly believe that. (laughs) And you can declutter your feed, as you said, you know, Uh, make it, it, make it what you want it to be. Yep. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for your time. I know you're in the middle of of conquering your chaos of a, of a move, right? That, and I was like, oh my yes. gosh, God love you. I so appreciate you giving us, you know, some of your precious, precious time right now. Um, oh, you are so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so as always, you guys make it an awesome day. Go check her out. This is awesome. So much, much love. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.